What's going on, people? And welcome to Smoker's Lounge. It's Thursday. How y'all doing today? I know I missed y'all last week with an episode. Look, I'm a busy man. I had a lot going on. I'm dealing with a breakup in my relationship. 20 years. So I'm dealing with that. And life adjustments. You know, life changes. And sometimes we have to deal with the adjustment. The scariest thing for any human being is change. That's scary. When you've been used to seeing somebody, talking to somebody, touching somebody, loving someone for 20 years, and then all of a sudden it's over. Now you got to readjust your life and readjust how you move. Now I got to be in the world of as a single man, something that I haven't been in almost 20 years. It's one thing to be in an open marriage, another thing to be completely single. I don't even know how to holler at women anymore. I wouldn't even know where to go meet single women. Because I'm not one, I don't go out to the clubs or go to the bars or anything of that nature. So that's going to be a huge change in my life. Because, well, let's face it. Shit happens. And you got to move on. So now I have to play the field and be in the world as a single man, which I hate because dating nowadays, for what I see, sucks ass like a gay man in prison. So, but where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's a way, there's a chance. So with all that being said, well, welcome to the Smoker's Lounge. Here on Anchor, I mean, well, not Anchor anymore, it's Spotify Podcast. Y'all know who I am, Kevin Office of a Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what to do. Find my links with all my links, dot com backslash Porn Rap Star. You know about our sponsors, first one being LSSworld.com, Facebook LS Community. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, Rock Scissor Magazine.com. Next up, ExciteMoney.com, where content creators can get 90% profit and no hashtag issues and consumers. You got a new place consuming your Triple H content. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated. Much love to Center Photographer and his wifey. We're talking about BlushRocker.com. We're talking about Smut with VoiceOver, and they even have a virtual reality side of their website. We're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network, so go over to shop GWDistrict.com. And buy black as you can get products from over 500 black owned retailers and shops. Also, go to fullyswapradio.com. Monday through Fridays in the morning, you get to hear me chop it up with the industry's greatest and brightest talents as we give you the real smoke about the adult film industry. Also, check me out on skyhawkapadarktv.com as well as the BGPLC app. Yes. So, how y'all doing today? So, like I said, I'm recovering from crazy ass week i was on vacation for my regular job and within that vacation i lost my wifey and then i lost my mind also within that time frame um i lost well i had a young lady by the name of melody melons and this lady 
posted a a thread. And the thread, she was saying, you know, all big dick peaks. Um all big dick guys post on the thread. Now me and these threads Give me one second. On these threads, and me and these threads, you can post your triple X video and even your link. So I'm thinking the same thing can happen. She didn't post or said that you can't post your link on the thread. So I did that. I get a DM of her upset saying, you know better. You ain't new to this, 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 this. Right? Wanted me to take it down. I took it down. I apologize sincerely. Let her know I, I, it was a mistake. I didn't know. I'm like, this damn bird. She was like, nah, nah, nah. No excuse. You post, no, I have a zero tolerance. And then she blocked me. So to Melanie, to Melanie Melons, if you happen to listen to this, this episode, go fuck your old ass self. I enjoy interviewing you. I'm not even going to lie. I really enjoyed it. You're a great interview. But for you to block me for a mistake is a bitch-ass move, a cunt-ass move, and yeah, I'm calling you out for that shit on my podcast because my platform is bigger than yours. Period. If you do something wrong, you would expect grace from the person, especially if it's a misunderstanding or a mistake. But you didn't offer me that same grace. No, you became a complete bitch, which I didn't realize you was. If I knew you were that much of a bitch, trust me, I wouldn't even ask you to be on my podcast. So since you blocked me, guess what? I block you. You feel what I'm saying? Because at the end of the fucking day, I am I'm a professional. I did nothing wrong to you. I wasn't disrespectful to you. I wasn't even out of line with you. But yet, You decided to be an asshole to me. Why? For what purpose? To make you feel good? To make you feel real powerful because I can block somebody online. And I get if I was disrespectful. I get if I was sending you dick pics. I get if I was doing some ill bullshit. But I wasn't. I was very, 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 very kind. Very nice. And it is crazy as fuck that you would actually do that. That you would actually block me. And we just did an interview a week before. And I was going to ask you to come back. See, it's funny that y'all motherfuckers think because we're podcasters that right now we don't hold no weight. Give it about a year or two or year three. Because me and these podcasts are going to become the voice of this industry. And you're going to need to come on our podcast to introduce your new scene or to get hot again when you when you inevitably become cold. And be fucked up if I become the number one podcast in porn, the most listened to podcast in porn, and now you got to come to pay the piper and beg me to come back on my podcast. Let me tell you what's about to happen. It ain't going to fucking happen.
See, I don't burn bridges that I'm not willing to cross, that I know that I might have to cross or willing to cross later. I don't have females tell me no, they're not interested in podcasts. I had them tell me yes, then come around and tell me no. I didn't drag them. I didn't sit here and cuss them out. I wasn't disrespectful, nor did I block them on social media. But I get blocked on social media for what? Because I posted something on a thread that you decided you post on a thread, nor did you put on the thread no links. You didn't even say that we couldn't post links. You didn't say shit. You just said just post. And two, if you're an idiot that posts your video you don't post a link, you're a dumb fuck. But I digress. So Miss Melanie Melons, go fuck your big titty ass self. Now, which brings me to another contention of conversation. I was on Twitter well, the day of this recording. And um, what actually happened was simply this. Gordon, who is a guy who I've been seeing on Fat Life, who's been following me for years, saw that I hit up um, a girl by the name of Sasha, Sasha Ivy. Now, for some of you people that have been smokers from day one, you know who Sasha Ivy is. She's a lady that I interviewed year one of the podcast. She was a part of the Elite, which is a group that does a bunch of gangbang parties in uh, New York. You know, period. And they're well known. I'm <laughs> And they're well known. So I had her on the show. It was a great show. Actually, y'all enjoyed it. Many of y'all asked for her to come back. So Gordon was like, oh, I, I know that's going to be a hot interview. I would love for you to interview Stella Carter. So I explained to Gordon that I don't want to interview her due to something that happened in the past where she was very disrespectful to me. And I have her own block because of it. Now, what's funny was it was on my first profile, which was for BCM Triple X. That she had me blocked, that, that I blocked her on. And then when I ran across her again, I decided to block her again. Because I made a promise to myself. If a lady ever disrespected me when I was talent, I would never give them my platform to push their shit, to be seen or to be heard. I'm not doing that. It's not, no. Have you disrespected me? Why would I put you on my platform? Why would I put you on anything that I do? Why would I give you that opportunity? Might have funny that I ain't seen her, her monkey ass. It might have funny I ain't seen her monkey ass on anybody else's platform or podcast. Maybe because people ain't asked. Or maybe they asked and she acted like an ass like she did to me. Now, so people can understand because Sasha was like, she was kind of, you know, oblivious to what was going on. And Stella didn't even really recognize who the fuck I was, which was funny. She didn't recognize who I was from the picture. She was like, I can't see what he said because I'm blocked. No, because you don't need to see what I said. And I said what I said. It was simply this. I will never have you on my podcast. 
Not ever. Even if you pay me a million dollars, bitch, I would tell you to go take that million dollars, shove it up your ass. And she's not the only one. There's a couple of ladies out there that I would never have back on my podcast. Ever. In life. Period. But let me explain to you why Stella Carter in particular. Let's go back to 2019. The Exotica. Prior to the Exotica, I had contact Stella Carter. We had conversated back and forth. And we agreed to do a paid shoot and a content trade shoot. No, this is not paid content. This is not a paid content trade. Meaning that I pay you for that scene and give you copies. No. We would shoot the first scene, which was paid $500. Boy, girl. No, ain't no none of that. Just regular boy, girl. Pay her for that scene. Then we're going to come back that same day after that and shoot a content trade shoot where she would get copies of the content as well as the pictures. So I talked back and forth with her. Everything was cool. I'm just checking to make sure that we straight. You know, I'm not, once again, being a fanboy or a groupie or a fuckboy, sending dick pictures, talking about fucking her and this, that, and the third. I'm talking business. Let them know the type of scenes that I'm thinking about doing. What type of outfit she might need to wear, this, that, and the third. Okay. So a month, less than a month out from his article. This bitch, and yes, I use the word bitch because I don't give a fuck. Y'all can get mad all you want to. Signs with Love Models. Shouts out to Love Models. Now, I know how Love Models work because I have dealt with him and girls before. When he takes over a girl's career, everything that she did or had booked prior to that is deaded. Is deaded. That means I can have a woman booked for four months ahead of time, but in the last month, She'll sign with him and she'll he'll tell him, he'll tell her, no, nah, you can't work with him, or you can't work with him, or you can't do those bookings. You're going to do the bookings that I set up. I didn't had this happen numerous times where I had a girl set up to come, then she got with Love's models, then she had to decline because Love didn't want her to work with me. For whatever reason it might have been. So I'm trying to plug this up. For whatever reason it might have been. So I hit her up to find out is everything still good. Mind you, I haven't hit her up in three weeks. It's been three weeks, people. Three weeks. Not two weeks, not two days, not three hours. Three weeks. So I hit up and asked her, everything's still good. I saw that you signed with Love Models. Uh, is the shoot still a go? Are we great? This bitch wants to cuss me out via DM, saying I'm getting on her nerves, I'm blowing up her shit, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. So me trying to be professional instead of cussing this heifer out like I should have done and, 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 and airing her shit out on fucking goddamn Twitter like most of you bras do to us. I'm seeing it being apologetic. I'm like, I apologize. I hope I ain't catch you at a bad time. I just want to make sure everything's straight. She was like, but still, you ain't got to blow up my phone, this, this, this. 
blow up my blow up my DM. Not her cell phone. Let's make this clear. Not her cell phone. Twitch or DM. I don't even have this bitch's phone number. Never asked for it. She never offered it. DM. As much as y'all ignore niggas DMs, shut the fuck up, but I digress. You blowing up my DM. God, you, you this, you this, you this. I went back and looked to make sure. I was like, wait a second. I know I ain't hit you up in a minute. I go back and look. Three weeks. Three weeks. Not to the day, but damn near three weeks. Closer to four. But I'm blowing up your DM. Oh, by the way, I'm paying your dumb ass for a scene, bitch. All right. So I said, fine. I sorry for bothering you. I let you be. Whatever. She just stepped, kept running, kept running. I'm out, right? Now, funny, after this conversation, this dumb, this dumb bitch post begging niggas to come to the strip club to spend money on her ass because apparently the strip club ain't popping. She done got some alcohol on her damn system and feel some type of way because niggas ain't coming to tip her goddamn dumb ass. So she wanted to take it out on me. A motherfucker that asked was going to pay her for a scene. So I had seven shoots lined up on the, on the night uh, on uh, for that Zotica that year in New Jersey. It dwindled from two. It dwindled from seven to two. Shouts out to Prince Gemini. Shouts out to Selena Sky, who didn't flake on me and gave me the opportunity to work with him. And we made some fire-ass fucking scenes. One girl decided she wanted to kidnap her child from the baby daddy the week of Exotica. The other girl, she canceled because she wasn't coming to Exotica. I ended up shooting with her, Madeline Rose. I ended up shooting with her later on, actually a year later. It was another girl that we were talking back and forth. Everything was cool. Then, 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 then once again, close to it, I hit her up. She tells me, go fuck off, go kiss her ass, don't hit her no more, and call me a nasty piece of shit, but I'm trying to figure out what the fuck did I do? And then we get to the bitch knowing Stella Carter. Now, for some of you ladies that might be her friend and listen to this, and you want to let her hear this, this, that, and third, let me make this perfectly clear. I don't give a fuck about her feelings because she damn sure didn't give a fuck about mine back then. And to show you how much you heifers have short-term memory loss, she didn't even realize who I was. She didn't even realize why she was brought. See, I'm going to tell you what's funny. Y'all females would cuss out male times and producers. Then years later, you forget that you cussed them out. So then when you hit them up to try to get work and they don't hit you back, you act like they did something wrong to you. But you forgot when he hit you up, a year or two ago, you were acting like complete ass in the DM to him. Cussed him out, made him feel like shit. Like he's a fucking pervert or something. And then a year or two later, you run across a nigga. You actually forgot because you done cussed out so many motherfuckers in that DM. You actually forgot that you cussed him out. You see he doing some major shit. Then you hit him up and want to work. And he don't answer you back or he declined. 
Then you go on Twitter and rant saying that's fucked up. Uh, da, 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 da. But you forgot about the fact that you actually cussed that nigga out a year or two earlier. The reason why I blocked Stella Carter, and just in case she listened, the reason why I blocked you, because you cussed me out for no goddamn reason, motherfucker. I was being professional, being nice and courteous, way more than some of your fans do to your ass and your DM. And trust me, I'm pretty sure they're disrespectful as fuck. I didn't call you a bitch. I didn't cuss your ass out. I actually left the conversation in a nice manner and respectful. You were the one that was being disrespectful to me. And all I was doing was trying to find out what we still good for a shoot because your motherfucking ass decided you wanted to sign with Love Models. But I'm the bad guy. I don't know why he got me blocked. Bitch, you do. BCM Triple X, you remember that name? You probably don't because you done, probably done done so much drugs and smoke and drank, goddammit, that you probably don't remember half the niggas you done cussed out in this industry. But funny how things come full circle. See, y'all ladies don't realize things do come full circle, just like for men. See, how the greatest test of your professionalism is how do you handle no? A woman can say no today. And dude, if you're respectful and you're nice and you'd be like, okay, thank you. Maybe down the line, she might run across you again and be like, yeah. So because you wasn't an asshole because she didn't cuss her out, because she didn't treat her like shit, because she didn't call her a bitch out of her name, she might work with you because she don't remember when she told you no. Even though she might pretend like she didn't remember you or remember y'all had talked before, she gonna remember that she told you no. And she gonna remember how you handled that no. And if she see that you handled it right, you a professional, she might work with you. Because we don't know why the girl said no. It could be she was too booked up. Or she might have front the test. Or it might be the many reasons why she turned you down. Same thing, females. It might be a million reasons why that male talent turned you down at that moment. He might have been too booked. He might have had enough blonde girls. He might have had enough BBWs to shoot. He might have had this, 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 this. Fuckers is a goddamn business. No need for you to cuss him out and call him a piece of shit. Or be an ass to him. Because your dumb ass will forget that you said that to him. So then when you... Run into him at the Exotica, and he's hot. He don't want an AVN. He don't want an Urban X. Your homegirl said, you should work with such and such because he's so great to work with. And then you go ask him and say, hey, I would like to work with you. And then he looks you up and down like, bitch, you a 3D. You, he looks you up and down like you three-day-old shit off a camel's ass. And then you, you want to sit here and have an attitude. And then he kind of reminds you, I hit you up before, and you cussed me out. See, I was getting on your nerves. Why the fuck would I want to work with you now? It's certain ladies that I'm sorry, I will never interview on my podcast by how you treated me when I was male talent. How you treated me. I would interview... My worst of worst enemy in porn before I interview Stella Carter. 
That's how bad she done fucked up with you. That's how bad she pissed me off. And I don't mind burning a bridge if I know it's a bridge that I don't want to cross. It will never cross ever again. Let me make that clear. I don't mind burning a bridge that I know I will never cross again. And that's a broad I will never come across again. And to be honest with you, even if I saw the Exotica, I wouldn't speak to her. I know what the fuck she looked like. I wouldn't speak to her. I wouldn't say hi. None of that shit. I walk to a group of girls that's around her that I interview and talk to them and pretend like she don't exist. It ain't like she sent me a DM saying, I apologize. Nope. See, at the end of the day, when we trying to come to y'all on a professional level, when we sit here and try to come to y'all as gentlemen, y'all treat us like shit and then wonder why you don't get nowhere. Because y'all fuckers forget we talk to other producers. And I don't know what Stella has done since that day. I don't follow her. I don't even follow. And when I saw her page pop up on my feed, I immediately went to her page and blocked. I didn't even look to see what the fuck she was up to, which I'm pretty sure is a bunch of nothing. She's still doing New York work. She haven't worked with anyone in Hollywood. Doubt any even major company so much, other than probably Freak Mob at best. And she's probably a nice lady. She's probably a sweetheart. But let me make this fucking clear. That don't mean shit to me. Because you disrespecting me on a professional level. So I can't look at you as anything other than a damn dumbass bitch that sucks dick. I can't look at you any other way. I can't look at you as a boss chick. Because boss chicks don't do what the fuck your dumb ass did. I can't help them niggas won't come into the strip club to tip your dumb ass. Maybe if you suck more dick in VIP, you might get more tips. But that's why I blocked you. That's why I would never interview you. Because at the end of the day, you disrespect me as a male talent when I was not even close to being disrespectful to you. I was being professional, I was being polite, and was willing to put money in your goddamn pocket, and that's how you treat me. That's why I'm not surprised you only can shoot with niggas in New York because <laughs> nobody else want to fuck with you but so much. And if this turn other ladies from working with, coming on my podcast, that's on y'all. Hit dog holler. Because I have no issue with nobody else. I don't have beef. People know me. I'm the sweetest and nicest guy on the fucking planet. It takes a lot for you to piss me off. But Stella, you did it. She ain't the only one. Nikki Lately is the other one. Love her work, but she was asked to me not once, but three times trying to work with her. So, no, I would never have Nikki Lately on my podcast. Oh, besides, I forgot, I'm a hip-hopish podcast, and that ain't good for her brand. And I think Nikki Lately is a gorgeous lady. But how she treated me, I can't forgive that. I don't forgive I can forgive you shitting on me personally. I can't forgive you shitting on me business-wise. You know I mean? Niggas I done forgave for doing fucked up shit to me personally. But I ain't never forgave no one doing fucked up shit to me business-wise. 
Because that means you made me lose money and you made me lose time. And you wasted my time. My biggest pet peeve in life, time wasting. So at the end of the fucking day, just like with Melanie Melons, Melody Melons, Melanie Melons, whatever the fuck her damn name is, you wasted my time. Stella Carter, you wasted my time. And see, Sasha, I, I would love for her to come back on the show. Great interview. She's a sweetheart. Nice. I was trying to find her months after the fact. Yeah, her page disappeared. But Stella Carter, ain't no way in hell on God's green earth I would ever have you on my show. If people know, if people know who knows, I would have Picante Jenny back on the show before her. And shout out to Picante Jenny. I ain't got no issue with her. She's a beautiful lady. We just bumped heads and, you know, it is what it is. I done moved on. And I see she's doing great with her career, and I wish her the best with her career. But you ain't going to hear me say that about no Stella Carter. Because instead of you just sitting here saying, being nice, saying, no, we're still on. You know, we're still good for the shoot. Thank you for checking. I didn't need you to send me three to five messages you calling me every name but my fucking government name. But see, the problem is that y'all ladies get away with that. Y'all, y'all able to get away with talking shit to us. But as soon as we do, we get blown, we get blown up, allegations thrown at us, piled on on Twitter. But y'all can say something the slickest shit to us. We say something, we're 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 we're, we're being uh, what what is it? Uh, narcissistic. We're being an asshole. We're being unprofessional. We're being thirsty. But soon, but if I say some ill shit, I get blasted. You say some ill shit and I call you out on it, I get blasted. Y'all women get away with too much goddamn shit. Y'all get away with being able to say, what the fuck you want to these niggas? And half the time, these niggas don't deserve the shit. They're trying to be professional. But because you can't get out your own goddamn way and can't keep your head out your fucking ass... You be an ass to us. But what's funny is that the motherfuckers you be an ass to, you the ones you got to turn around and have to work with. Because mm-hmm. see, it'd be real funny one day that God forbid, well, no, not God forbid, if God don't forbid, I become the voice of this industry so much that the top companies come to me and ask for my opinion on girls. So if they ever come to me to ask about my opinion about Melanie Melons or Stella Carter, what you think I'm going to say? And what if my opinion costs y'all major shoots? You should have thought about that before you became a complete bitch to me. And here's the funny part. I still, in my tweet, I didn't disrespect Melanie Mellons. And I didn't disrespect Stella Carter. Now, in this episode, yes, I have. If anyone feels some type of way, I apologize. But I had to get, but I'm, I'm gonna speak my truth, whether you like it or not. And I don't sugarcoat nothing. But let me say this again. 
I was professional as fuck. I was nice. I treated y'all with respect, but in return for me doing that, I got shitted on by both of you heifers. So my opinion, both of you bitches can go to hell. How about that? Because I don't, because like I said, when you fuck me on business, I take that personal. And I don't forgive. Ever. So that's why I blocked Mr. LaCarta. That's why to you smokers, if any of y'all was looking for when that that episode dropped, Melanie Melons to bring her big tits to the premium smoke room, don't look for it because she ain't coming on there. Even, even if she hits me up and apologize, bitch, the boat done left. The train done left the station. And with all the bitches I done said in this, I really doubt you even come back. Actually, I hope you hear this so you won't hit me back to ask for a motherfucking uh, return interview. Actually, I hope you hear this. Then when you see me at the Exotica, you'll walk the other goddamn way. So I ain't got to look at your ugly ass. Because trust me, I ain't going to speak to you. I can sit there and walk up to you and your homegirls, speak to every last one of them, and look at you like you stupid and walk the fuck off. Because one thing about Taurus is we don't mind cutting people off. We damn sure don't mind being assholes when it when it logically makes sense to be an ass. I got no problem cutting people off. I got no problem telling people to go to hell and kiss my ass. I have no issue with it. Why? Well, I'm a grown-ass fucking man. I don't play kid games. All Miss Bellas had to say was, don't do that again. I would appreciate that. I didn't need to be blocked. I didn't need to hear, oh, I got a zero tolerance policy, this, that, and the third. Shut the fuck up, bitch, because I'm pretty sure you done rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and your ass feels some type of way because now you feel like you in the wrong, that, that, that you feel like you've been wrong, even though you was an ass to them. So once again, to me, both of you hoes can suck a dick. Not mine. I wouldn't want to fuck neither one of y'all. Ever. In his lifetime. And that's facts. Now, I've been hearing about what was going on at XBiz, this groupie shit, right? Ladies and gents, it is not good to be a groupie. Being a groupie is not going to get you booked. Being a groupie is going to get you blackballing the industry. It's going to get less people to work for you. In that groupie moment, you might have been getting cheered on. You might get your back. You might have had people patting you on the back saying, oh, you the shit. Ah, da, 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 da. But them same motherfuckers is going to go back to the room and say, well, damn, that person was acting like that. Do I really want to work with them? Can I look at them as a professional? Can I trust that they're going to come on my set clean? I understand alcohol. I understand you meeting the people that you done jerked off to that you always wanted to work with. But it's different between admiring your your your, your idols and just being a straight-up groupie to them. No one respects a groupie, male or female. 
And some of y'all motherfuckers and ex-bees didn't even realize y'all were being groupies. That's the sad part. I'm going to tell you, I have been around DMX. I have been around some of the biggest stars in the history of our world. And I ain't never been no groupie to him. I've been around Method Man. If anyone knows, I am the hugest Method Man fan in Wu-Tang. I met Method Man twice. I treated him like he was another dude. We had a whole conversation at NC State. He wanted me to introduce him to chicks and all that shit. He didn't see me hanging on his neck. Oh, God, Method Man. Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. And he told me, he said, yo, man. He said, I'll give you pops. You cool as shit. He said, anybody else be sitting here on my dick. I said, man, you, dude, you, you just another dude. You just so happen to be a great rapper. That's all. I met Phil Ford in the goddamn bathroom. He started the conversation with me. I didn't start it. And if you know me, I'm a Carolina fan. Phil Ford is one of the kings in Carolina. Bet this nigga in the bathroom. I'm trying to avoid not to talk to him. Got no way in the bathroom. He's like, hey, how you doing? He said, doing fine. And he was like, so you a Carolina fan? I said, yeah, yeah, I do. I said, I ain't want to bother you because we was in the bathroom, but man, I'm a huge fan of your shit, nigga. Because I'm a Carolina true blue. This is when Dean was still running, nigga. This is when we thought Phil Ford was going to take over. We had a whole conversation. Ain't no, it made him feel good because I didn't treat him as a celebrity. I treated him as a normal fucking human being. Let me make this clear to all you talents that was groupies. These same talents that you were being groupies for is, to be honest with you, is in the same boat as you. So they don't need you to groupie for them. Because when you started filming, you became their equal. So they don't need to be a groupie. And trust me, for all you ladies that was grouping at X-Men's, let me tell you what's happening right now. All the male ties you was grouping over, they're sitting there talking to each other, talking shit about your dumb ass. You mean, you saw her got there, she was all rubbing on my dick. Nigga, she went, my dick out and sucked it. Man, you know, dude, dude, you know she a complete slut, nigga. Yeah, I bet you, uh, I'm going to do content trade with her. I bet I can fuck off the camera. That's how these niggas talk. So before you decide to be a groupie, think about what the fuck these niggas are going to be saying about your ass after the groupie moment. For the guys, go ahead and be a groupie to these chicks. Let me tell you what's going to end up happening. You had all the girls sit there and talk the same night while they in the slumber party. Man, he was so thirsty. Oh, God, he was broke. He was all on me. Oh, I was being nice, but I wish he would stop. Girl, I ain't going to book him for no shoe. I ain't going to work with him neither. Uh, no. But you thought they were feeling your dumb ass, right? See, y'all motherfuckers don't think. Maybe y'all don't think. I understand it was alcohol. I'm pretty sure it was weed. Some niggas was zoning. Some motherfuckers were popping, you know, some 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 of them pills, taking some edibles. But remember when you at these conventions, you're not only being watched by your fellow times, you're also being watched by the major companies. The same major companies that you want to work for. Because you want to know how I know you want to work for them? You wouldn't go to an ex-business like Exotica if you wasn't looking to expand your porn career and become a superstar. The content creators that stay at home and do OnlyFans, they ain't worried about being a superstar winning ABN or X or X Biz or or ASN or or Urban X. 
But you are. In order to get them awards, get what you got to do. You got to work with some of these companies. You got to shoot with the brasses. You got to shoot with the United Americans. You got to shoot with, with the wicked pictures, the freak mobs and all that. So as these producers see here watching, seeing that you bout it as fuck, the first question they're going to ask is, what if this wasn't a porn convention? It was just a regular bit. Is she going to do the same thing? And these niggas ain't tested. Offer the male talent. Damn, do I want to have this guy on set? And, and he make every girl that I bring to him feel uncomfortable to the point that I can't even use this nigga? Just something for y'all to smoke over. There's nothing wrong with marking out to a star. But it's the way you mark out that makes the difference. Think about how many times you're a celebrity that's sitting, eating lunch or dinner, and everybody want to come up to him, and he don't feel like talking. And as soon as he turns them away, oh, he turned me away. He's an asshole, this, that, and third. Because maybe he didn't feel like talking to a fan then. Maybe he wanted to be left alone. Or you ever thought about just conversating with the celebrity? Not worried about trying to take a selfie, just a conversation. He might fuck around and she might fuck around after the conversation. Like, you sure you don't want to take a selfie? We can take a selfie together. Yeah, why not? I'm a huge Sarah J fan. But you didn't see me mark out on the goddamn show or mark out when I saw her in person. For the ladies, never allow yourself to be your respect as a businesswoman to be lost because once you lose it, you can't get it back. Dudes, if you lose that respect in business, nobody will fuck with you. Then you stuck fucking with those content creator bitches that want you to pay a deposit for them to shoot with you. That's why I interview male times like like Dred's Ways and 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 Artemis and Samage and and Heck Tech and Alfonso Lays. So you dumb niggas understand how to move in this industry so you can be successful. And part of that is not being a goddamn groupie. Why you think for you ladies I interviewed the top of the top of the industry? So you ladies can understand what it is to be a boss bitch and not be a worker bee. Because that's what groupies are. You had ex bitch. You are, you are a boss. You're not a worker. Ex bitch don't ever have fans. It's supposed to be a convention for creators in the porn industry. They don't have room for a creator to be a fan. That's the biggest disrespect and lack of respect for the industry you can ever have. You up here being a goddamn groupie for this dude who probably wouldn't even fuck you. And the sad part is that groupie dude, y'all may not even shoot together again. Come on, say this again. For the five things you say for a woman to say fuck a dude, it takes a half of one for us to say fuck y'all. He won't even tell you. I say here, see all these dudes right now sitting here having allegations thrown against them. 
And let me explain to you why it's not good, whether the allegation was true or not, because they're going to make these females, whether you shot with them or not, rethink working with your ass. You don't want to be in that position. One bad complaint will fuck you up. Being called thirsty will fuck you up. Now, I'm done giving y'all knowledge. So what was the lesson today? Two things. Be mindful of how you say no, ladies, because you may have to run across a nigga you just sit here and cussed out, and you might need him for exposure, work, and possibly bookings. And for you ladies and gents who was on that groupie shit at XBs, I hope you didn't kill your career. Because like I said, it ain't about that talent that you're grouping over. It's them producers and directors that got a lot of sway that's watching you doing this groupie shit. And they're going to question working with you moving forward. We just came out of what, a year they had four to five work stoppages because motherfuckers couldn't be responsible in their personal sex life and bring your shit on set. So you doing groupy shit at these events, does it make the producer more confident in booking you or less confident in booking you? Because the first thing he's going to question is, is she even going to show up clean? Is he even going to show up clean on my set? Is he going to be the reason why I lose a million dollars this week because this motherfucker tested dirty? Life is learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You haven't learned anything. Smoke this over.